the insurance town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sharon, and I'm the host of this podcast. Guys, does your agency spend a lot of time collecting insurance information and chasing down your prospects just to get their deck pages? Canopy Connect has created and built a one-click solution that allows agencies to instantly and securely collect information that they need to quote a prospect. Man, you guys, you have no idea. You can import deck pages, asset information. You can get policy information and drivers and claims information and so much more in one click. And you don't have to do all that back and forth and asking questions and getting intrusive and all that kind of stuff. The guys, the guys that have used this have told me thank you so much for introducing me to Canopy Connect because it has changed my onboarding experience and it has made things so much easier and expedited the process of getting information. And that's all part of the game, right? So uh, if you're interested in this, go to usecanopy.com backslash Heath. I'm sorry, that's app.usecanopy.com backslash Heath. And you can get your discounts, you can schedule a demo, or you just get to know the guys over there. They're super cool. I am so proud they're a sponsor, and they're proud to be a sponsor, and our partnership has been fantastic. So don't miss out on that opportunity. It's so much fun, and it's such a great way to make yourself different from the competition. And speaking of differentiating yourself from the competition, my guest today is going to help you do that. I am super pumped to introduce you guys to my friend, Scott Knowles. Scott Knowles has uh, started a company called Magic nine years ago, I believe he says, and it is a revolutionary software and it changes the game for you, the agent in commercial insurance to show your client that you're not just an everyday insurance agent, that you're going to come in and you're going to be able to provide a service for them that not a lot of your competition, if any, are doing right now. I can't wait for you to hear about it. I know you're excited too, so I'm going to shut up and get out of the way and introduce you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with my man, Scott Knowles. What's going on, Scott? How we doing? Man, we are good. How are things with you? Oh, it's fantastic. We're having a great time out here. It's uh, It's been a good month, good year, and uh, we're just cranking along. So excited to have a quick conversation with you. And yeah. Yeah. So where are you at in California? You know, honestly, uh, we are no longer in California. We actually- Oh, are you not? Yeah. And it, that's a big, a big change for us. Um, uh, we moved out of San Diego, where our main office was, and we've moved everything up to uh, a place called Bend, Oregon. It's beautiful up here, and uh, yeah. there's a lot of advantages, uh, not only for uh, the company, but as well as uh, for family and and uh, and regular life. You know, so we're excited to be here. It's it's nice to sit in your in your office and watch the deer, you know, walking around and eating your grass, and you know, you get all these huge bucks right now. So it's pretty cool. It's it's a great place. So uh, super excited to be here, dude. That is awesome. So uh, while we're getting into that change, let's go back. Uh, let's take a stroll down memory lane and let's get to know Scott a little bit. And why don't you bring me forward to where you are now? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So uh, my big story is, is, you know, why I'm here and what we're talking about is, you know, I started, gosh, uh, 20 something years ago as an insurance producer. I worked for a company by the name of John Deere Insurance. Everybody knows John Deere. Um, and then we were purchased by another company, uh, which was Century Insurance Company. Um, both companies were direct writers, which meant that, you know, we had the pen essentially, um, our own, uh, proprietary product that nobody else had access to. Uh, so I worked for them for about, uh, eight, 10 years, somewhere in that range, honestly, I don't even remember anymore. Um, and then left and went to the open marketplace, uh, to, uh, become a broker. And man, that was just a whole different ball game. You know, it, it really was a, a challenge to get adjusted, even though I'd been extremely successful at John Deere and Century. I was one of their top producers there uh, consistently. And then to go to the broker world and realize that, wait a second, I'm just, I'm just a regular guy. I'm exactly like everybody else. And I don't have anything uh, to really set me apart from the industry, you know? And so so that was, you know, kind of where I got started, which really led me to figure out, you know, I needed a way to take what I learned at Century and John Deere and turn that into something that I could push on clients to really get them to come on board with me. And that's really how, you know, I got into the software side was 
I built a product that I felt would help me convey a message uh, to help educate my clients to make the right decision. And of course, the right decision was to, hey, do business with me. And, you know, that evolved over time and eventually turned into, you know, our product today, was, which is Magic. And, uh, you know, we've been uh, very successful and happy doing that now for the last nine years, um, starting in California and then uh, expanding our product nationwide has been, you know, it's been fantastic. It's been, it's been a fun ride. I mean, we're really, really having a great time at it. So how... How did you settle on, you know, the comp arena? I know that's a big player, a big place where you got your start and how you differentiate yourself. As you mentioned earlier, a lot of agents are in that same boat of, you know, I look like every other agent on the street. How do I differentiate myself? How did you get gravitate towards comp? Yeah, you know, so it's interesting, you know, when I was actually at John Deere and Century, we weren't even selling comp. Uh, it wasn't, you know, we had comp there and we would just tag it on. But, you know, we were we were garage. We sold garage package programs to car dealers and that was our deal. And so I realized that when I went over to this marketplace, those were the people I knew. I mean, I had relationships with hundreds of dealers across the country, across California. And I wanted to tap back into those relationships, but there wasn't a product on the garage side for brokers to really sell. So I knew that workers comp would be a great path for me to still maintain those relationships and stay in the PNC market um, and really be able to sell something. So, so that's how I got into the comp side was focusing on that. And then the software piece, you know, that transition when I started to realize that, wait a second, there's something with comp that's very different than the liability. It's controllable. Um, you know, the dealers, the clients, you know, it's, it's like, I, th- I think what really hit me, to be honest with you, is, is uh, credit karma. You know, I, we all think about our own personal credit score, right? We all know what the best potential credit number is, right? We all see it, but can we get to it? You know, where are we in line with that? And I remember flipping through the app and I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Look at the information. That was helping me make decisions personally on my personal side to help improve my credit. And I thought, well, wait, you know, we can do this with the mod. And the more I dove into it, I started to learn a lot about the experience mod and how it was actually calculated and realizing that, you know what, the real focus here is actually the low experience mod. And if we can really drive in on the low experience mod, not focus on the existing, except for just looking at it as this is your place and time, but you have to have that goal. And that's the same thing with your personal credit, right? That's your goal. You want the best credit you can possibly have. We know, we know that number. But the businesses don't know on the workers' comp side, they don't know they're low. They don't know the best possible, their loss-free mod, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, they don't know it. And so for us to put it in front of them, I created a, a platform for myself that I used to call, what's your number, right? And what's your number is, what is your low mod? Because that's our goal. And so I began to develop, you know, the software for my own personal needs around how can we get there? What were the things that were affecting us that were preventing us to getting that mod? What was the past look like? What does the future potential look like? And how, how we can implement different things to try to you know, get to that point. So having that understanding allowed me to do what I really like to do the most, which is I love to educate people to change. I love to show them that, hey, look, there's a path here. There's a way we can get here. And this is what we can do to really drive down that number. But to get them to actually do something, you had to put a cookie in front of them, right? Because nobody wants to change unless you have this cookie. And I know that the big cookie for every single person on this planet is a financial cookie, right? We all want to save money. And every single one of my clients hated doing one thing and they hated paying for workers' compensation, right? Nobody wants to pay for it, but they have to. So if you can show them that, well, wait a second, you don't have to pay a million dollars, you could pay $150,000 or whatever it may be, that it's like, oh, okay, so how can we do that? And those questions became opportunities for me to then go to the next step and bring them on as a client and walk them down my path which I think is extremely important. You have to have a path, you have to have a goal, you have to have a process in place of how you're gonna do it. If you follow that process, you will bring those clients on board. They will see the light. They will see you as that person that they trust in, that person that when you talk to them, they know you're not a salesperson anymore. They know you're their personal advisor and that's what you want. And when you get them to that point, they're your client then it becomes just the fact of maintaining that, you know, keeping that reputation going, keeping that honesty, the integrity behind 
that feeling that you get to, to offer to your clients and really drive that down the road. So, so that's where the comp piece was like really cool because I could really tell that story. I could walk them down that path and I could take them someplace. And at the end, I could feel really good about something that I was able to not only bring a piece of business on board, but I could actually build something that was cool that would actually have a, a real change, you know, to affect them. And, you know, I've done it hundreds of times uh, where we've taken clients that were just in horrible, horrible shape. And, and I have one story, I'm not going to say the name of the, of the dealership that it is, but it's an, a large dealership in Beverly Hills. And uh, um, they were close to paying $1.3 million for one location auto dealership. Their renewals company is $1.3 million. And I went in there and I looked at it and I said, how are you guys going to survive as a company? How can you compete with the other dealers who are selling the same product as you with such a massive overhead of wasted money. And they were so upset with their current agent. They didn't do anything. All they did was bring in the price. Here's our price. Here's our renewal. They weren't working on anything. And I laid it all out. I showed them exactly what it was that we need to do. I showed them where the pain problems. I showed them the path, you know, that we could get there. I explained to them that this isn't an overnight story. This isn't going to happen between now and next year. But for right now, I have a program in place that will not only cut our premiums in half from 1.3 down to $600,000 in the very first year, um, it of course took them to accept some of that responsibility This was a big deductible program that worked very well for them. Uh, but we drove that client down that path. We implemented some procedures. We got some great programs in place. We got the whole team on board. And uh, they had to invest in the safety, and they did. Uh, we had to get that commitment from them. They put the commitment in. They put the money down on the table. They were willing to take the chance that they needed to. And their renewal, I think now, is something like $180,000. So massive change. Took three years to do that. Three years that is a save them. A that is a money. massive, massive, massive change. And that's an incredible story. And I think that's cool that you became a resource for them and as you talked about earlier, them having to put that investment in now for you and for agents that are listening that want to, you know, take this approach of being more of a comp expert, so to speak, does that investment for you look like getting more involved with OSHA and learning more of what they're doing uh, or what you can do there or studying safety manuals, looking for the latest and greatest in technology for that? What does that look like for you? So, you know, for me, there's, there's a, there's a couple different parts and pieces of that, um, First off, you know, I, I, you don't have to sit there and read the manuals, you know, that you don't have to dive into the OSHA piece. You have to first figure out, you have to analyze, right? You have to analyze the company. Every company is different. So you have to do your job of understanding what is wrong with this risk. Where are your problems, right? That's where our software came in. It was really trying to help show you pinpoint okay, we know specifically that you're having a problem at this location, you're having a problem with these particular types of injuries, this body part, why is this happening? And those are the questions you have to ask, but you have to do your research first, right? And, and that's what the cool thing about what we've developed was to help allow people to do that research easily, you know, within Mogic and say, okay, here's the problem, right? So first finding that problem is the key. And then once you have the problem, it allows you to direct your personal education and resources that you may have uh, to implement and fix those issues or at least drive a direction for them. You know, because the reality is, is we don't make the changes. We are the ones who have to advise. The reality is, is they're the ones and you have to put the onus on them. Do not take it in your own hands and say, I'm going to fix this because you can't, you know, you can advise, you can offer solutions, you can point them in the right direction, but they have to act. And that is the really key here. And, and that's a two-sided street, just so you know, as well, during the sales process, it's all about not only doing that, but you also have to be able to show them that, hey, look, if this doesn't happen, the onus is on you. I, I gave you this direction. I pointed you in the right place. So that way, yeah. when you come back, it's like, wait a second. You said this was going to happen. I said, well, let's go back here. Let's take a look at what actually took place. So, yeah, you're exactly right. And that it goes back to, you know, my wife and I talk about every day, you know, we want our kids to be successful and we want to lay out this path for them. 
you know, but we can't make them go to college. We can't make them have successful careers. We can't exactly. make them, you know, make the kind of money we want them to make or make the decisions. All we can do is lay out that path for them. And it's similar to what you're saying with your clients. And, um, you know, I hate to simplify it so easily, but that's the best way I know how to, you know, put that out there. Cause you know, I am a dad first and that's the most important thing to me. And so like I said, you know, you can't make them, you know, put in these programs. You can't make them talk to their employees about this or that. You just have to lay out the model. Right. Right. And so I think part of the key to that is having that toolbox, right? You have to have the toolbox in the back end that's going to fit some of those needs. You know, one of, one of my very favorite uh, toolbox items that I always had uh, seems, seems like the, one of the silliest things, but it has worked time and time and time and time again. And this is, you know, kind of like my other big piece of candy that I'm giving away right now uh, is, you know, we would have this thing that was called um, uh, safety. It was, it was a, a safety reward program, right? Uh, where essentially they would implement this reward program for their employees for maintaining safety. And it is a phenomenal you know, way to do it. Now, my personal favorite was called safety bingo. And safety bingo is amazing because it gets every employee involved in the entire, you know, in my case, it was dealerships, an entire dealership. Every employee was involved. When somebody got hurt or was doing something stupid, you would have one of the other guys sit back and say, hey, wait, what are you doing? Let me help you. You know, we're up to 500 bucks this week for bingo. If you mess this up, we're going to go back down to 20 bucks. You know, and so that was this accumulation that took place. And I have multiple clients that implemented it and stand by it a thousand percent. We've taken mods way down. They see the accountability. They see the results. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, that accountability is huge. And once you can get out the whole team bought in and to be able to look out for one another and take those precautionary measures and whatnot. I think you're right. You nailed it on the head with the accountability piece, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It makes all the difference in the world. You know, it really, really does. So, you know, focusing on your clients and really giving that direction, again, they have to run the program. I'm not going to be there calling out bingo numbers. You know, they have to get involved. You have to give the direction that this is what you need to do. I can tell you that this works. And then also offering them other um, um, uh, references, so to say, of where it's worked. Hey, these are some of my clients where it's worked. If you don't believe me, that's fine, but it's worked here. Call them, you know, find out. So, you know, really for a producer, especially younger producers kind of getting in, into, um, you know, our industry because, you know, the industry is changing on a daily basis. I mean, we've got a lot of older agents who are you know, retiring. They're not doing a lot of the things that, you know, the younger agents are doing. They're looking for technology. They're looking for ways to get there. You know, there's a lot of us who have the experience. We know how we've been there and how we got there and what to do. And so for them to kind of learn all about a lot of this stuff, and especially in these podcasts and stuff, which are fantastic for you know, just free candy. This is the way I'm constantly giving it out to everybody. And, and uh, I'm always encouraged by it because I love success stories. I love it when our customers call and say, you won't believe the account I got by using your system. And, and so it's, it's really, really neat to go down that path. Yeah, I, I think that's awesome. And I think you're right here. And, you know, those successful stories help. I also, you know, for me, before we dive into a little bit about uh, more about Magic and what you're doing, you know, for me, it, it starts and ends with something just as simple as educating them on starting with payrolls. You know, I think so many people, you know, do that wrong or, you know, they don't, I mean, yeah, you can educate them and help them to prevent losses. But I think, you know, so many times that audit piece causes a huge frustration and a huge pain point that you can prevent right there at the very beginning. Now, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that too. Yeah, so, you know, the audit process, I think is a, is a um, it's an opportunity. <laughs> I look at every single thing that, that's out there as an opportunity. You know, all these things that we come across, we look at them as hurdles and how do we turn these hurdles that we have to get over into opportunities. And so for me, an opportunity and an audit is a way to educate your clients. Say, hey, look, I mean, there's different ways that we need to look at our insurance. You know, first off, when we're buying insurance, is an audit important to you? Is it something you want to avoid? Would you rather be on a pay-as-you-go plan where you actually report your payroll rather than just paying one, you know, one ninth or you know, one twelfth monthly premium and then get stuck with the audit at the end? Are you aware that these are important? You know, one of a, a producer's job is is to really try to educate their clients on when things are happening. You know, what is important? What are good times to talk about things like that? 
So, you know, one of the things that I always had is I always had this timeline set up and a timeline that I built was when I have a client, I'm going to do these things with every single client a certain number of days prior to the renewal. That way on my calendar, I have, okay, on Wednesday, oh, here's my reminder. I got to call XYZ company and tell them that their unit staff filing is about to take place. Or it's time for your mid-year review. Let's review those payroll numbers, re-inform them about the audit. Sending little notes and emails, you know, are extremely important. You know, what I think I've found, you know, when it comes to the audit is when you're going in, it's an opportunity for new business because you can go to a, uh, to a client and say, hey, have you ever been audited? Have you ever had your audit audited? What? Yeah. Have you ever audited your audit? Well, why would I audit my audit? Well, because a lot of times the auditors mess up. We put people in the wrong place. So, you know, I know that uh, there are other agents out there, you know, who do this where basically you go in and you review the audit. Hey, if we were able to get you all this money back, let's do this. You know, it's free money to you. We'll split the number and off we go. And it's a great opportunity to not only show them that we're working for you, we're willing to work for you. There's a cost for it, but there's an opportunity here. So, you know, understanding that process and the things that you can do to, you know, overcome it um, is extremely important. Again, that notification throughout the year and just having a plan in place, whether it's a letter, a phone call, just a reminder, hey, we're six months in, let's check our payrolls. Let's make sure nothing wacky is going on. I don't want you to get stuck with a $9,000 audit or a $100,000 audit. Uh, and I don't want you to get stuck with it in the opposite direction either. Because what does that mean? You've got to pay back the commission, right? So it's, it's, it works both ways. You know, you got to be cautious of those. And that's one of those things you can also educate them on too, to let them know that there is some skin in the game on your part as well. Absolutely. Totally. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of agents that don't do that. And, you know, there was times that uh, as, a, as a young producer that I ran into some of those issues myself and I had to face a nasty audit or two and had to go back and explain, oh, well, we, we didn't do this or we didn't do that. And so, yeah, that, that uh, touch points throughout the year, that'll definitely help not only yourself, but them and it prevents E and O claims. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No question about it. And so uh, I like, you know, what you mentioned about splitting the difference uh, on that. And, you know, when you find that found money, so to speak, and we talked about that with uh, your buddy, David Carruthers, a couple of weeks back. And uh, I think there's uh, a lot to be said on that. And so um, I'd be interested to hear, you know, he, he talks a lot about, uh, and I'm guessing he's a client of Magic. And so uh, I think he mentioned that on the show. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. David's a good and, guy. A lot. <laughs> yeah, he's a great guy. And I'm so glad he was able to share some of his cookies, as you say, uh, and candy with uh, my audience. I've heard a lot of good feedback. Uh, but, you know, one of the things that he does, and I ask you the same thing, is when it comes down to the AOR and the BOR, um, you know, is there a specific place in, in the comp situation where that, you know, becomes more of an issue than not? Or is it something you lead with every time when you go into a new account? So, you know, I, I think the first thing is um, when you're going after new business, you're, you're a hunter, right? You're, you're out there, you're hunting. So what is the easiest way to hunt, right? Is it um, getting up to the point where there's one deer and you got, you know, four guys are trying to shoot the deer? Or is it better when maybe it's earlier in the season and not all the hunters have come out yet and you can take out that deer by yourself, right? So, so in my concept um, and the way that I did business was essentially maybe uh, uh, would be considered arrogant, um, you know, by some, but it's, look, I'm here to be your agent. If you see and understand that I'm the best, then you want to hire the best. This isn't, this isn't a place for me to go out and try to fight to win your business. I'll show you why I'm better and you'll make a decision about that. But that's going to give me the opportunity to do my job, which is to shop your insurance, take the tools I have to educate underwriters about your company, because understanding that whole process is a whole different ball game. Um, which I think is key because really there's more than just one sale that you're making in this whole process. And, and selling a, an account to pick up the BR is making sure that they understand that the producer's job is to actually not just sell you, but to sell an underwriter and to look at it from a totally different perspective. And a lot of people don't talk about this, but 
I look at every single business and every single insurance company just as I would a bank who's lending money to a person, okay? And what I mean by that is the bank obviously wants to invest in a good investment. They want to invest in something that looks good. So when you go out and you buy a home, right? You have to supply all this paperwork. You have to give them the information that they need. Sometimes you have to write letters saying, hey, this is what this is or whatever it may be, explaining how you make money or what things do. So to convey that to them in that perspective, to understand that this is what I do as a producer. I do all that work for you to sell to an underwriter so that they can see you as an opportunity because they need to invest. They're investing in the fact that you're not going to have claims. I have to sell them on the fact that you're not going to have claims. Their job is to make sure they make money. They want to make as much money off of you as possible. And so they don't want you to have claims. So how I win is I win because I'm going to show them that I have all these tools that I'm going to help you with. I pinpointed all the problems. These, here's where they are. These are the solutions we're going to provide. I'm just not telling you, Mr. Business Owner. I'm also telling the insurance underwriters that this well, is and the and the other part of that is that you can explain to that client that they may not understand is you've got that relationship with the underwriter and you've built that relationship so they trust you. And when Scott says it's blue, it's blue because right. they know your track record. And that's okay. a huge part that so many agents that I talk to on a day-to-day -day basis may not understand correctly is building that relationship, building that rapport, doing what you say you're going to do. And when you have that track record and that consistency you speak of speaks volumes to them. And it also helps you. If you can help your client understand that, then the BOR is a slam dunk, I would imagine. Absolutely. Honesty, integrity is everything to an underwriter. It's everything to your client. Once you go down the wrong road, if you're making promises you can't keep, you're going to lose accounts. It's going to spread. It's just not a good way to do business. It's not a good way to lead your life. So that's what we focus on. That's what I always focused on was just being upfront and honest about it. It's like, look, this is what it is. You know, we may not like it, but this is, this is how it is. So getting back to the BOR process, right? What is the best time? I talked about, you know, getting there to, you know, before all the hunters come out. So that's one of the things on that timeline, right? We have a timeline for your clients, but you also have one for your prospects. And the prospects are gonna look a little different because you're gonna to touch them at the right times to take them down this path. And the path that you create has gotta be a path that's gonna get you to that BOR. And you have to prove to them that it's worth doing it. So a lot of people say, well, yeah, I'm gonna start 90 days out. I'm like, you're too late. I'm already in the door. I was in the door before the unit sat filing. I called them 30 days before the unit sat filing and I asked them a question. I said, hey, do you know that your unit sat filing is coming up? Has your agent called you yet? What am I doing? I'm throwing out my first arrow at the other agent and saying, hey, you didn't call your client. I just told your client that, they didn't, that you didn't call them and that this was an important call to have. Now, what are you going to do? The agent is, you're going to go through the process of educating them the importance of what the unit sat filing is, how it affects them how you can potentially help them really quickly in a short period of time. And you're also going to show them that why didn't your agent do this? And it's going to give you that so opportunity. Let's let's back a minute and let's give some free candy away. Do you, you want to talk about that filing, what that exactly is? Sure. Absolutely. So the units that filing essentially takes place normally six months prior to renewal for workers compensation. And the units that filing is when all the insurance companies grab their, all their junk on that particular client, send it to the bureau with, that tells them, here's the payroll that they had. Here are the claims that are currently open and closed uh, that we have in place as of this date, right? And that date is important because once it goes past that date, you can't change it, right? It's, it's done. It's set in stone. Unless you can prove that there's an error, they're stuck. Even though that claim may have closed three days past, the unit sat filing, doesn't matter. It's on your mod. You're going to pay more premium because you have a higher mod, because you had an open claim with the reserve that a claims adjuster did not close because it was a file sitting at the bottom of their desk, right? And so trying to get that across to clients to understand this important time, it's so important that we're having a conversation now. And it's so important that you understand that if you have any open claims and your agent hasn't called you, you need to switch agencies right now so I can help you. That's when you pick up the BOR. So what you've done, is you've not only stolen the business away, even though a lot of agents are like, well, I don't want to do that because I'm not getting paid until it renews. That's silly. Why do you want to wait 
to potentially get paid, who cares? You're going to prove the fact that you can do the business. You're going to not only get the renewal, you're going to have more op options and you're going to keep out every other broker because they've already committed to you. And that's part of that commitment process. They have, they have to really have the understanding that this is a commitment. You're firing your other agent. And that's the other thing. A lot of agencies don't do this and explain that, hey, you're signing this letter. Do you understand that you are actually firing the other agent? They're fired. I'm hired. They're not going to be happy about it. So expect that. Understand that. Again, part of the education process. And, and that's- Now, is that- It is very key. Now, is that something, okay, so what you're talking about, some of the principles you're talking about, I went through, of course, uh, the wedge technique. Is that something that you've studied or is that something that you go through or do you have a modified version of it? So uh, Randy, Randy, Randy is a good friend of mine, actually. <laughs> Love Randy to death. We talk uh, on a regular basis. Uh, we're talking about doing a couple of things together. Um, Randy, Randy and I first met probably, I think, uh, gosh, uh, uh, two or three years ago. And uh, um, I called him up and I said, hey, Randy, you know, I'm Scott Knowles. I own Magic, and uh, I have the wedge. And uh, he goes, he goes. I, I, I remember it took him a little time to get back to me. He finally responds. He goes, "What do you mean you have the wedge?" <laughs> and so I said, "I said I have the wedge." And so we started a conversation, uh, talking about different things. And I told him, you know, about Magic and what Magic does, and and uh, you know how technically Magic is the wedge. And he looked at it. He saw it. He goes. He says, "You know what I do?" He says, "I preach." you know, how to wedge people, but you're right. You are the wedge. Your, your product is the wedge. You have to have the wedges in there. It's the tool that supplies the ability for you to actually wedge those things. So yes, I've read the wedge. Actually, when I was hired at John Deere Insurance, they bought me the wedge and said, read this. When I was, when we got bought out by Century, they gave us the book, said, read this. When I went to the broker, uh, the first time they said, here's the wedge. I have like three or four copies of the book, right? And so, which is funny because every place I went, it's like, here's the wedge, here's the wedge, here's the wedge. Um, you know, so I think it's, uh, Randy's a fantastic guy. He gets it. He understands it. He's, he's got a great program. Uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, he also, you know, has a software called iWin. Um, it's great. He'd be great for you to talk to. And if you haven't already. Yeah, he sure would. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's one of the things you talk about a minute ago. And one of the things I was uncomfortable with in the beginning, uh, when my, uh, you know, the principal that I worked for, wanted me to do this wedge technique. And one of the things I had a tough time with was that as you go back to what you said, uh, of explaining to them, yeah, homeboy's fired. I'm in now. And right. that is, that could be an uncomfortable conversation because, you know, immediately homeboy's going to come back and he's yeah. going to be like, wait a minute, you know, I've done this and that and the other. Remember I was at little Johnny's baseball game last week right. and we've been right. best friends since third grade or whatever it may be. So you got to be prepared for that. And that's a whole different ball game. But at the same time, it goes back to what you're saying. So we took a detour on the wedge to get to that. But <laughs> I really think it's important to what you're talking about. I really do. Well, you know, so it's interesting. So there are different ways to wedge, right? There's, in my opinion, there's a right way to do it and the wrong way to do it. You know, when you do it, you're doing it. In my wedges were all straightforward, real wedges. These were problems. How they interpret those it was my job not to sit there and slam the other agent. I would not do that. I would, they could see it. You let them paint their own picture. You can, you can really with education, have a business owner understand and see the problems. As you bring them out, you know, you can question it and ask simple questions like, I, you know, has your other agent ever shown you this? I mean, that's a simple question. It's a nice way to say it. I'm not saying, hey, why didn't your other agent say it? Has your other agent ever shown you this? No. Oh, okay. You know, has your agent shown you this? Uh, does he talk about this or she talk about this? You know, wh whatever it may be. And, and you're just letting them, you can see their faces turn redder and redder and, and they're getting mad. No, no, no. Why haven't they done this? Why aren't they showing me? I've never seen anything like this before. And that was, you know, that's kind of like the coolest thing. I love hearing. I loved hearing it all the time. I would put our logic proposal in front of somebody and I would say, has anybody even presented this to you before? No, they haven't. Really? You've never seen this before? Oh, okay. Well, let's, let's go. Let's talk about it. You know what I mean? I want you to understand that I understand your business and that's important. You know, 
Um, when you're hiring something or if anything ever, you know, happened to you, you know, and you were to go to jail, you know, for some reason, do you just want the court appointed attorney or do you want the best flipping attorney you can possibly get? You want the best attorney. So if you know that you're the best attorney or you're the best agent, let them know and show them that they are. Because anybody can say it, but you actually have to prove it and show it. So showing that is also showing them that they understand you, right? Just like, you know, before, you know, our call, you probably did a little interview, you know, back check on, you know, who is Scott, who's Magic, and, and you're figuring out a little bit about us. That's, that's important to understand who you're having yeah. a conversation with, understand the business that you're going into. So having that historical look at where they've been becomes the understanding for the client that, oh, I, you know me. My agent doesn't Maybe. even know me. Yep. I ask him at renewal time what last year's premium is. He has to call somebody and look up, fumble through a bunch of papers and say, here it is, right? Not me. Here it is. Here's last year. Here's no, the- you're, yeah, you're right. That's awesome. And yeah, uh, I had the insurance town police department run a background check on you before we had you on. So <laughs> it's all good. Uh, don't worry about it. Um, the mayor does his homework. No, um, no, you, you've talked about several times. You've mentioned uh, this software uh, that you brought up, Magic. It, it, I never wanted to be a commercial about Magic, but you keep bringing it up. But I know the listeners. I know them well. They're sitting there. They're wanting to know a little bit about what Magic is, what you've developed. Is this something that you know is developed just for you, or is this something that you know they could be a part of as well and be a part of your community over there? Talk to me a little bit about what this is, uh, without going too much into a infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. No, absolutely. You know, a lot of the things that we've been talking about are, are really you know, how to bring on new business, how to pick up BORs, you know, what is, you know, what, what different things that I've done in the past that have made me successful. Um, you know, although I don't produce anymore, you know, I built a software that helped me meet my goals as a producer to really become that exceptional agent, right? Uh, to, to take some of the concepts from the wedge and put them into a format of really being able to put a presentation in front of somebody. So, Essentially, what we do and what Magic is, is we're a SaaS software company and uh, we provide a product that you can log in online on, you know, any, any Chrome or whatever and um, input information on our system by scanning data right in through an ExperienceBot worksheet. Uh, and then from there, we begin to develop out reports. And those reports are specifically built uh, to meet many different needs, whether they be like we talked about educating an underwriter, right? We have specific reports that we built specifically with Atlas General Insurance Services with an understanding of what do they want to see? What does an underwriting want want to see? So we have reports that will help an agent to send to that underwriter to tell their story about that client. Uh, Our reports will help you talk about the history of the company, help you talk about where the mod is, where it's going in the future, uh, do a in-depth dive on that. Um, look at the claims, you know, where's the nature of the cause, the body part, help you pinpoint these things. The reality is, is Magic is really a tool about not just an experience mod, but it's about workers' compensation for a business, right? We don't just analyze the mod. We analyze the company's workers' compensation. We analyze their problems. We analyze where the potential is. We show them where the potential premium dollars can be saved and how much that is, because that's the driver of change that we talked about before. It's like that's number, that big number we put in front of them, that not only makes them mad about the past with the current agent, how much they've overspent over the last five years, but also how much can we save you over the next five years? And, and that has become the important tool. So, so that's what logic is. I mean, we're, um, you know, we've been, been around for, like I said, nine years and, and we're growing like bananas, which is great. We love it. And, uh, you know, uh, happy to uh, be out there. It is a software service that you can buy and uh, you just go out and see us online, Mogic.com, M-O-D-G-I-C. I think uh, that's really cool. And I've seen some of the reports and I saw one that was, uh, it was a picture of, of a guy, a man, and it showed all the different pinpoints on there, the elbow and the head and the, the nose and the mouth blue and the ear. And the, <laughs> yeah, the blue man. Yeah. Blue man. And yeah. I thought that was super cool. And I saw this and I was like, whoa, it could show how many head traumas they've had or how many knee issues. And then I saw another report that showed, you know, uh, where you could walk into said prospect or client and say, you know, John Doe has had, you know, is a repeat offender. He's, you know been on this list for you know 10 different accidents we might want to talk to john about what he's doing 
Yeah, absolutely. You know what? Well, that's the neat thing about our reports is you have to understand that we, we developed them from an insurance agent's perspective, an agent who understood what the client wanted to see. So you probably notice with our reports, they're very clean, very simple, right? And there, that's, there's a very key point behind that. And that's because business owners, they don't want to read about what all this junk is. They just want to see it. It's the producer's job to convey that message. It gives you the ability to have those conversations at whatever level you want. You want to take that deep dive, take the deep dive, but we're not going to force you to do it. We're just going to give you the, the, the basis of what needs to be talked about. You turn that into what you want to turn it in. We know that it's what a client wants to see. We know our reports, they stay on the client's desk. They go into the file. They read it after you've left. They don't go in the garbage can. Um, and, and that's why we built them that way. You know, we also built them with our clients because, you know, when I was an agent, things may have been different and, and there are different needs. So a lot of our reports have been built around the fact that we listened to our clients and said, what do you want to see? Tell us and we'll build it. And we love building for our clients. Uh, and that's really been kind of our feather in our cap is, you know, customer service and, and really listening to our clients and what they want and designing and developing, you know, uh, which brings us to the other conversation that we were talking about earlier, um, which has to do with, you know, the technology, you know, you buy it, <clears throat> are you using it? Right. And so I, I think that'd be great to talk about. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, it's one thing to have this cool, you know, technology at your fingertips. It's one thing to have Mojic. And, you know, you talked about, I can't remember if we were recording or not, but you talked about, you know, people that say, you know, I'm going to use it just for one account. And you right. were like, why? <laughs> or when people have this technology, and again, just to make it a little more broad, you know, we're talking about Mojic right now, but let's say any technology you have in your office. Yeah. It's one thing to have it, but then not to use it properly or not to use it at all. It can really cause you know yourself a pain pro or a pain point as well as your agency. You're inefficient that way, and you're just you know not being. I guess you're not using the product, so you're wasting your money, your time, and your effort. So I agree with you. And so yes, yeah, so it is a great topic to talk about. So you know what? What say you? Yeah. So you know, from our perspective, that's that's been one of our biggest challenges. Um, I think with any technology company is uh, understanding what's our clients want, right? What, why are they using it? Why, if they're using it, why are they using it? Are they not using it? If they're not using it, why aren't they using it? These are the key questions that we ask ourselves on a daily basis and we get those results back and we listen and say, okay, so why are you using it? Well, it's because of this. Well, it's our job from a technology standpoint is, oh, okay, well, we can tweak that. We can make those changes. If we did that, would you use it more? Yeah, we would. Okay, cool. And then we start to listen and we, you know, we use something um, online, you know, called Intercom and, and Intercom is a great communication for us. It's a help center where people pop on and, you know, we answer questions quickly and easily. And every single time one comes in at the end of the week, you know, I'll talk to our customer service side and say, hey, tell me, is there anything new, anything different that's coming across? What are we hearing from, from the customer base? You know, what, what kind of results are we getting and what do we need to, to fix those? So when you buy technology, um, you hopefully you're buying it from a company that is really looking at it from that perspective of, hey, we want you to use it. We didn't just build this to sell it and then let you go away a year. If you're gone next year, what does that do me any good, right? I want you here forever. I want you to love our company. I want you to love our service and I want you to love our software. So when you're buying and you're looking at the software, the first thing I would say is, number one, have intent, have an understanding of why are we buying this? What are we going to use it for? How easy can we get information out and how quickly can we get results out of that? And I think the key to software and especially in the insurance industry is understanding that the people who are using aren't always the producers, but maybe you want the producers to use it. And reality is, is producers, a lot of them are just lazy. They don't, they, they want to go play golf. They want to go, you know, they want to go pick up their check, play golf and off you go. I was like that at a certain point in time too, you know, but reality is, is that understanding your customer, understanding what it is that they need to get them in there, you know, to use it more. That's our challenge, you know? So you have to have the intent up front to understand, okay, what are we trying to do here? Okay. What results are we going to get out? And if we get the results out, how are we going to be able to fulfill, 
you know, the obligations of what this particular software can do for us, whether it be maybe it's going to highlight different problems that need other solutions or whatever it may be, but what is it that's, that's there? So, so following that path, I think it's extremely important. And then in, in, in you're investing in yourself and in the software. So you have to, once you get it, invest in it. Don't just buy it and say, well, well you know, we got it now. We can go do this. No, learn more, ask questions, reach out, find out more about how you can use it. You know, let us help you because we want to help you to use it. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And that, that I'll tell you has been, you know, um, is something that we've been challenged with in the past. Like we get people who are like, yeah, we bought it and we just didn't use it. Well, why didn't you call us? Why didn't you say, hey, we spent, you know, $2,000 on the software or whatever it may be, and we aren't using it. Well, can you help us with that process? Of course. I don't want your money to go to waste. I want you to spend $2,000 next year. That's right. part of the process, right? So, so key for technology, and, and I'll tell you, I, there's a lot of technology company, companies out there. There's a lot that I love. Um, you know, I love Think HR. I think they're a uh, mammoth HR. They're a great company. Good leadership, good management. Um, they're really going the right direction. Uh, love some of the things that they're doing and a couple others out there just doing some neat stuff. So, you know, understanding how you can use those, I think is really important. Understanding the mentality behind the companies and what they're really looking to do for you, you know, not putting you in a position that uh, is uncomfortable, really making you understand that this is the direction and we're as a team working together to get to this proper place. So utilization is- Yeah, I think- yeah, I think you're right. I think, you know, you, you bring up several good points in that. And one of those is getting that buy-in from your entire office. And I think also, you know, going back to what you said a minute ago to reiterate, um, it's it's what I tell a lot of people. It's kind of like buying an alarm system for your home, then not turning it on and you get broken into and you're pissed off you got broken into. Yes. It's like, exactly. turn on the damn alarm and that won't happen, you know. Um, or, you know, I just think all of those things, goes back to something that you had uh, messaged me about one time. And that is, uh, it takes commitment. Yeah, definitely does. It's not, I mean, look, it, it, making money is not easy. And if you think that somebody's going to, you're going to buy a software and then all of a sudden things are going to change, you're, you're wrong. That is not going to help you. Um, you have to commit to it. I mean, you really do. You have to understand that you're spending your hard-earned money on a product. You should learn to get the results out of it and figure out what that is. And every software is unique, right? Um, I remember having to use like, uh, um, uh, what is it? Eight, 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 not am, uh, gosh, uh, one, one, of the, one of the softwares, the agency management systems, right? And I remember looking, it's like, I, there are so many buttons in here. There's so much junk that I am just so confused. And they have like a hundred videos on how to learn how to do these different things. And it's like, I don't have, time to even do this or understand it why don't they just make it simple you know and that's that's the key to getting people to use a software from a technology standpoint it's, it's our job from providing a, a ui ux platform that is easily accepted it's clean i press this big green button and i do this and then i get this right not i have to go here and then i have to go here and i have to go here and we learned a lot of that. And, you know, as we were developing our software, it changed every single year because we would listen and we figure out, okay, why is nobody clicking on this button right here? You know, or why are they saying they don't know how to get this out of it? So putting in different things in our most recent, you know, release, we, we put in a lot of cool tools in there to help direct people in the right direction to get them through the process as quickly and easily as possible to make it that instant gratification because that's what agents need that's what offices want we want to save people time time is money and if we can do that by simplifying this and help you make money hey we've won you know and we've done it the right way and that's what's important so yeah no i completely agree and i love that you you know you brought up that you listen to your customers and they do tell you there's an issue you're going to try to get there and try to help them at least tell them hey i'm, I'm hearing you i'm listening to what you're saying and i'm gonna do what i can to make this easier for you to use because we want you to come back. Yeah, you know, uh, that's like trying to sell it a policy and accepting the fact that they may go away next year. No, oh. you want to keep that client <laughs> for the next three to five years. And exactly. uh, I think that's important. Exactly. That's super you know I mean? important. I, 
I think it's key, especially when we get a new customer on board and they're struggling because they've been using another system for a long time and they're trying to figure out our system um, and maybe they're trying to do something and something isn't working out just the way they want or whatever. We've, we've had customers come to this like that and says, look, we, we just, we were in this contract with this other company for a long period of time. And now we came up to you and then we're struggling with a couple of these pieces. Okay. So what are you struggling with? And, and what is it that you're looking for? And then we literally code to it. We had one customer recently who came over and was like, you know, I, I just don't know if this is, this was good for me. And we went through the process like, why? And then we immediately fix it. Tiny customer, you know, single user, but we still change it because we knew fixing it for them fixes it for everybody else, right? And that's really important to understand that it's not, we're not just doing it for you. We're doing it for the other 9,500% that also may run into this problem. They may never, but having those solutions, you know, the really, and, and, and acting on them quickly is what's so important, you know, for us as a company. And I always tell everybody, say, hey, look, you know what? Just tell us what you want. If you don't tell me, I can't fix it, right? I can't improve it. Um, we can't go down that path. It's just like in a marriage. It's like, you know, if you walk in a room and one person's mad at the other and it's like, okay, well, I guess we're just going to be mad at each other today. It's like, okay, so let's sit down and figure out why, what's going on here? What do we need to do? How can we solve the problem? How can we continue down a better path? Whatever it may be. I mean, that's, that's what, how we feel with our customers. It's like in marriage, you know, and, and we have to have the communication. That's the most important part. Yeah, I think communication is key in, in that and in marriage for that matter. Um, but, uh, okay, so we, we've uh, talked about quite a few things here and it's awesome. Uh, I would like to know... Um, a couple of things before we, you know, start wrapping up. First of all, does Magic integrate with other systems and you know things like that? And do you export, import well with others? And you know, do you guys play well with others yeah, in that so, arena? Yeah, yeah. So, so we do uh, import data into our system. Uh, you can import it off of a, uh, a mod worksheet. You know, we allow for a mod. Okay, worksheet you mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and what's nice is we do. You know, California. We do. Uh, NCCI, we do uh, New York, New Jersey, Michigan, uh, I think Minnesota uh, mod worksheets. And I think we're adding Pennsylvania here shortly as well. So those are the ones we import. We do access, you know, across the country. Um, we actually will import our competitors data. So if you're with ModMaster and you're coming over to us, uh, we actually will import their data into our system so that you can utilize it. We also have an import system as well that you can import directly from a CSV file that you can download, import all the claims data, nature cause, body part, uh, class code, all that information you can import right into our system. So, so yeah, we have a great import system. Uh, we're really, really focused constantly on getting more data in. We're looking at other ways we can do it too. We have some things on the board of things that we wanna do uh, from that perspective. So, uh, so as far as playing with others, um, we don't currently have any external uh, integrations with others. Uh, at this point in time, uh, we have had conversations with a couple other companies uh, that we're interested in uh, uh, working with, uh, where we feel as though the data combined could be very valuable uh, to our customers. Uh, we're extremely protective over our clients' data. So we don't well, of share course, yeah. with anybody. It's, it's our data. Nobody can access it. Nobody gets it. Um, but we're looking for ways that we can improve on our clients' uh, um, uh, ability to sell and to bring things to them based on what we know in the system, but without sharing it with anybody else. And so there's some cool things that we're working on right now. Uh, well, I was going to ask you, you know, you, you bring up that, you know, things that you're working on. Is there anything new that you're working on right now for your clients and for your subscribers that you have now? Anything you want to share with us? <laughs> yes, uh, we are literally about to announce uh, something very, very cool. Uh, we have a, uh, you know, part of our goal, again, is to, to bring something to our clients of value. So uh, we are about to launch a captive product that is specific for Magic customers. Uh, and so this product will be something that we will be able to go and in our side, we're going to look through our system and say, hey, you know what? We found uh, you entered this account into our system. And we think this is a great match for our captive program. We're going to go knock on your door and say, hey, if this is something that interests you and you want to get involved in the captive program, boom, they'll know that they can go ahead and hop over uh, and uh, send a submission in and go through that process. So being able to provide 
Um, you know, this captive program, which is extremely unique, we have three programs within one, uh, you know, that'll fit different levels, but it's, it's, it's pretty spectacular. Uh, so that's, that's part of, you know, what we're about to launch. Uh, we're going to make a, uh, an announcement about that uh, next week. Uh, and we're excited about that uh, to uh, be able to go live to our customers. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's brand new and coming. We have other things that are on the board that, um, uh, you know, are also pretty cool, just not ready to quite yet uh, disclose those to the public yet. But uh, we're constantly evolving and looking at ways that we can really give agents the information they need to sell and to retain more business. Thank you so much. I mean, that's awesome. Um, and uh, I'm sure that uh, as you continue to grow in this, it's just going to only get better and better. And that's exciting to hear and providing just another tool for the tool belt for agents to write more business. Um, that being said, as we wrap up, man, I told you time flies and we get to talking about insurance <laughs> and having fun and the people listening like, man, it's almost over. Um, maybe we'll come back and we'll do it again sometime, but I do want to give you the floor for just a minute and uh, I'll hit mute and let you take the floor. You can talk about whatever you want to, anything that we didn't talk about yet. If you want to educate, inspire, you know, anything you want, uh, take the floor for a minute. I'm going to hit mute and uh, take a drink of water. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. Uh, well, the only thing I'll say is that um, uh, we are very, very um, uh, blessed um, with where we've come from uh, and the direction we're going. We're super excited about the future. Uh, we're super excited about our new customers that are coming our way. Um, you know, we can't wait to see what there is. I, I will tell you from a personal standpoint, um, this has been one of the most gratifying things to take something that was just an idea, something that, uh, you know, I built for myself and to share it, um, you know, and, and honestly, you know, for any customers out there listening, you know, just thank you, you know, thank you for your business. Thank you for believing in us and, and, and continue to believe in us and uh, supporting us. Um, but talk to us, uh, you know, let us know, if you're, if you're out there and you're looking for a product that's, you know, uh, an alternative to, uh, you know, our competitor, ModMaster, hey, we're, we're here. We're, we got open arms, help, happy to help bring you on board and walking down that road. So uh, whatever we can do, uh, we, we want to hear about it and what we can do. And, and we appreciate the platform of being able to have this great conversation with, uh, with you as well. Um, it's been uh, insurance town is uh, a great town to live. And, and I'm glad I got a chance to visit, man. And we appreciate you coming through. Watch out for those police. Now they'll get you. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I really do appreciate it. And, um, before you get off, I know, uh, there there's people out there. How do I find Scott? Uh, what can I do? You know, give me uh, some contact info. Yeah, absolutely. So you can go to our website, uh, which has all the ability for you to contact us, which is www.modgic.com. Um, you know, also, you know, you can reach out to me directly. You're happy to send me an email to scott at modgic.com and uh, I respond to those. Um, I also answer my phone. Uh, if you're you know, able to find my phone out there and you want to call me, feel free to call me. Um, I always pick it up unless I'm doing something like this, obviously. But, uh, um, you know, I'm very open uh, to talking to people and, and love to hear uh, your needs and stories and, and what I can do to uh, uh, help improve uh, your, your, uh, your lives and your uh, insurance business. There you go. And then as people want to research you, I'm, I'm sure you're on all the social platforms as well and things like that. And so, Again, I, I appreciate everything. Uh, I, I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but I think uh, I've covered all I got time for today. But thank you again for coming to hang out with us, man. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, guys, what a great conversation. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining my conversation with Mr. Scott Knowles. I really hope that the content we brought you made you a better insurance professional today. And I hope we brought value. Guys, thank you so much for the downloads lately, for listening, uh, for watching the videos. If you haven't, uh, I've got a personal channel for YouTube. I've uploaded a couple of uh, clips there. Uh, go check those out if you can. Just search my name in YouTube. You'll find them. Uh, I've uploaded clips from, I think, three or four episodes now. Thank you so much for the feedback on that. I'm still new to video editing. So some of those may be uh, not the greatest quality, but they're a lot of fun and the content is still there and it's still fantastic. So uh, thank you for that. 
Thank you for the positive feedback. And it really means the world to me. Guys, if you've got an idea for your own show, don't hesitate. Reach out to my man, Ryan, over at Ready, Set, Podcast. And let him help you with your own show. If you're sitting there thinking, man, if this guy Heath could be a, a, a podcast host, then I know that I can. <laughs> um, reach out. The email address is... Uh, Actually, sorry, the web address is getreadysetpodcast.com. Or uh, you can find him on Facebook or Instagram or, you know, LinkedIn, Twitter, any of those social media places. He is easily found and he does a fantastic job. He does all the editing, he does all of the recording if you need him to. He can do it on site or he can do it through Zoom. Uh, he can help you get advice to find the right microphones and headsets and all that kind of stuff. Ryan's so good at what he does. Again, if you have an idea for your show, reach out to them. Get ready, set, podcast.com. Ready, set, podcast, turning your brilliant idea into a reality. Thanks again, guys. I look forward to hanging out with you again next week. <laughs>